Concussion. A concussion is a traumatically induced transit disturbance of brain function. Concussions are a subset of neurological injuries known as traumatic brain injuries. Traumatic brain injuries have varying severity ranging from mild transit symptoms to extended periods of altered consciousness. Given the usually self-limited nature of symptoms associated with a concussion, the term mild traumatic brain injury is often used interchangeably to refer to a concussion. However, concussions are technically a subset of traumatic brain injuries. Prognosis is usually good, and most patients experience complete resolution of symptoms. Etiology. A concussion is as a result of either direct or indirect injury to the head. Providers often consider a direct traumatic blow to the head as a significant cause of concussion. However, indirect traumatic forces elsewhere in the body can lead to acute acceleration, deceleration, injury to the brain, which can lead to also lead to a concussion. Epidemiology. In the United States, there are an estimated 1.7 million traumatic brain injuries that prompt presentation to the emergency department. The Center of Disease Control also estimates that when accounting for outpatient visits for traumatic brain injuries and patients not seeking care for injuries, the actual incident may range between 1.4 to 3.8 million concussions per year. Frequent causes of concussions are motor vehicle crashes, being struck by an object, assault, participation in recreational athletics. Although sports-related concussions make up a small proportion of overall concussions, much of the current research surrounding concussions stems from data on sports-related head injuries. Football consistently accounts for the highest number of percentage of athletics-related concussions in high school and college athletes. At the same time, soccer is responsible for the highest percentage of concussions in female athletes. Female athletes suffer concussions about twice as often as male participants in the same sport. Pathophysiology. The pathophysiologic mechanism of concussion is complex. The acute symptoms are, of a concussion are due primarily to a functional disturbance rather than a structural injury. Neurochemical and neurometabolic events after an injury to the head result in alteration of neurologic function. Acceleration, deceleration, and rotation of the head result in acute axonal injury via disruption of the neurofilament organization. The release of electrolytes through ion channel depolarization leads to a release of neurotransmitters and subsequent neurologic dysfunction. Changes to glucose metabolism decreased blood flow and, the, and mitochondri mitochondrial dysfunction also occurs. History and physical. The assessment of a patient with possible concussion should include gathering information on the mechanism of injury, the symptoms the patient is experiencing, the timing of the symptom onset, and the severity and persistence of symptoms. The symptom of concussion can be wide-ranging but often fall into one of four domains which are listed below. Some of the more common symptoms are seen in concussion with, with, within each include effective emotional function, irritability, changes in mood, cognitive function, confusion, disorientation, amnesia, mental fogginess, difficulty concentrating. Three, physical somatic symptoms, headache, dizziness, difficulties with balance, visual changes, sleep, drowsiness, sleeping less than usual, sleeping more than usual, difficulty falling asleep. Treatment or management. After diagnosing a concussion and outpatient observation by a responsible individual educated on warning signs requiring further evaluation is generally appropriate. Patients with concerning signs or symptoms for more severe head injury may require continued hospital observation. Diagnosis of a concussion should prompt removing a patient from an environment that may lead to a repeat blow to the head. Treatment of a concussion is primarily supportive. Supportive care of concussion centers around the initial limitation of physical and cognitive activity, followed by a gradual return to previous activity levels. There is no longer a role for extended, strict cognitive and physical rest. The reasonable 
Uh, while reasonable to encourage rest during an acute post-injury period for 24 to 40 hours, the patient should then undergo a gradual return to activity. However, there is no known optimal amount of time for the initial rest period. The patient should proceed with a stepwise return to activity with careful monitoring for the return or worsening of symptoms. Recurrence of symptoms warrants a reduction in activity level until the symptoms improve. Each increase in activity should generally take 24 hours, but again, there is no definitive evidence for the optimal timing of a return to activity protocol. An athlete diagnosed with a concussion should be forbidden to return to play until cleared by a medical provider. There is emerging evidence that early targeted therapies and interventions aimed at specific clinical profiles of a concussion may be beneficial. However, evidence for identifying these clinical profiles and the efficacy of the th therapy is still preliminary. Examples of these interventions include vision training for patients with oculomotor dysfunction or cognitive behavioral therapy for mood disturbances. Over-the-counter analgesics aimed at controlling headache symptoms are an option, although there is limited evidence for their efficacy. However, other medications that may alter a patient's cognitive function, sleep patterns, or mood are not advisable as they may mask symptoms of a concussion. Preventative headache medication should not be initiated after a concussion, but can be resumed if the patient was on them before the injury. Differential diagnosis. The differential diagnosis immediately after a head injury should include potentially severe injuries, including cervical spine injury, intracranial hemorrhage, or skull fractures. The differential diagnosis for post-concussive symptoms shifts once outside the window of the acute injury. Symptoms of a concussion can overlap with other potentially pre-existing chronic conditions such as headache disorders, mental health diagnosis, problems with attention such as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, sleep dysfunction. Complications. The most commonly seen complication of a concussion is a post-concussion syndrome characterized by persistent symptoms lasting weeks to months after the initial injury. The median duration of symptoms in one study was seven months. The transition from a concussion to post-concussion syndrome is ill-defined and poorly understood. Any of the possible concussion symptoms can be present with post-concussive syndrome, but post-concussive syndrome characteristically presents with multiple somatic, emotional, and cognitive symptoms. The severity of the initial injury does not seem to correlate with the likelihood of developing the post-concussion syndrome. Still, a history of prior concussions does appear to correlate with the likelihood of development of post-concussive syndrome. One of the most feared and concerning Complications of concussion, although rare, is a second impact syndrome. Second impact syndrome involves a repeat blow or injury to the head before the complete re resolution of the initial concussion, resulting in a usually rapid, severe swelling of the brain. Second impact syndrome has a potential for dangerous neurological complications, including brain herniation and death, though much of the existing data and research on the condition is anecdotal.